Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. So let's talk about endurance. And here's the definition of endurance. The definition of endurance is the fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving in, right? Going through an unpleasant or difficult process without giving in, that's enduring, endurance. If you think about um, endurance runners, right? They're running those long distances. They call them endurance runners because at some point your body's like, you've got to be kidding me, right? But you endure, you keep going, even in the face of pain, even in the face of difficulty, you keep moving. That's endurance. This came up because we still hear, and I still hear, and I'm sure you do, we still hear a lot of conversation, rhetoric, thoughts around being resilient, being persistent, stay in the course, being disciplined, being consistent. And all of those things are true, right? We need to be able to rebound from things, come back from stuff, right? Not be taken completely off course by something that's difficult. But what we don't talk about is endurance. What we don't talk about is the fact that situations are hard. They're difficult. If you are in a company and we all went through the pandemic, that was hard, right? We had to endure that challenge of of that like rapid overnight change to the way we lived our lives. Endurance is critical in the pursuit of success because there are going to be difficult times. There are going to be seasons where it is just hard. There are going to be seasons when it is painful, confusing, when you're thinking, what, what am I doing? I'm, I mean, I'm in one of those, right? I'm in one of those seasons where I'm like, Have I, what, what, <laughs> right? Just really, I, I don't even know, right? Can we, can we just Can we just get a break? Can we just have something go just smooth for just a little bit? I'm I'm not even asking for a month. If I could just get a couple of weeks where things just went smooth. But we have to figure out how to endure. We have to figure out how to keep going. Again, it's different than discipline and persistence, right? And, And resilience, getting back up after something happens. Endurance is about being in the moment and getting through something really, really difficult without giving up. Digging deep into whatever that thing is that is making life kind of crazy and just pushing forward. And I use that push word cautiously because sometimes we get caught up in pushing and hustling and grinding and all that kind of stuff. And we start judging ourselves because we're not getting what we want. So our hustle isn't as good as somebody else's or whatever the thing is, right? We got to be really careful about not putting ourselves in positions where we're all judgy, 
about what's going on for us and for other people, right? We gotta be mindful of that. And yet, if we are going to accomplish anything we set out our mind to accomplish, if we are going to make an impact, if we are going to lift ourselves up and lift others as we climb, right? We have to be willing to endure some difficult things. Many of us are enduring difficulty right now. The family of Henrietta Lacks who just settled their lawsuit finally for the HeLa cells that have been used for decades that were gathered without Henrietta Lacks permission and have been used to discover treatments for cancer, among other things, right? They just settled. They endured that fight for years, years. We are in a time period of need for endurance. There's so much coming at us. There's AI, there's even Zoom. I think I read yesterday, was an article. Zoom is actually requiring people to start coming back into the office. Of all organizations, Zoom is saying, you can't be at home and do this, right? We're starting to move back to what made folks comfortable. We're starting to move back to what was old normal. And yet we've got this tension between what we knew and what we learned and how to marry those two so that we can take advantage of the positives of both and the learnings about the negatives of both. The negatives of these 50, 60, 70, 80 hour work weeks that we were enduring, two and three and four hour commutes that we were enduring, right? The stress, the lack of sleep, all of the things, meetings all day long so you really didn't have time to do work until the day was over, all of those things, the past normal, to the new normal of do we even need a meeting for that? Can we just meet by Zoom? I don't need to commute, right? On this day, I have these things so I can just get up and start working and then I can come in later in the day if I need to come in, right? That flexibility that we gained, that understanding of the power of flexibility and the impact of that flexibility on increased productivity, those things we learned, right? We, we endured and are enduring a pandemic and the aftermath of that pandemic. Which by the way, be safe out there y'all because COVID is back, at least here in Texas. That enduring, it is a requirement. It is a requirement to allow yourself and to support yourself to push through difficult, problematic, challenging, unwanted situations. Now, if you are unsafe, that's something different. I just had this conversation with Dr. Kamani um, on Sunday night. So I'll, put the, I'll be posting the link to that on my social so you can go listen to our conversation. We had a great time in this conversation. But we were talking about that whole idea of, you know, you, you, if you are unsafe, you need to move. You need to just quit. Yeah, don't, don't allow yourself to be in a situation that's unsafe. If it's not unsafe, then make a plan, right? Don't hurt yourself because you're mad at them. Don't just make a plan and then move. And even in doing that, what kind of conversations are you having with yourself that are honest and open and forthright about the environment in which you are operating? Is it you or is it them?
is it a combination of both, right? There is no shame, no harm, no difficulty in saying, oh, let me go back. What did I do? What was my contribution to this situation that I'm in? In fact, there's power in that. And if you are open and honest about that, then you can see where, oh, you know what? Maybe next time I'll do something different. The challenge is when that crosses over to always blaming yourself or thinking you are the cause of everything that happens, because that's not true either, right? Those extremes, always, everyone, everything, right? Those big absolutes are what start to cause a problem. And by going back and understanding what was your contribution, it actually supports your ability to endure a difficult situation. How? Because you're able to get out of emotion and move in facts and experiences and situations for what they are, not for how they feel. Because when we're in our feelings, we're responding emotionally. And we need to honor those emotions, right? We need to understand them. We need to recognize that emotions are powerful and they're real and they're great indicators for us of where we are and what's going on, right? They're great uh, indicators of, of our nervous system and how we're feeling, right? Our safety mechanisms. And emotions aren't always true, right? It's a really strange combination of endurance where you have to honor your emotions, understand that narrative that you're being told, and then decide, is this narrative true? Because here are the facts, here's how I feel, but is what I feel based on something that's true or is what I feel based on something that my nervous system is made up, right? Now, sometimes, as my friend Sabrina says, you know, your head's a lie, but your bodies never lie. Your body never lies. Your head will. I know for me, with my therapist, right, I can think myself out of anything. So she's always like, but what does it feel like, right? What does it feel like? Because I can think my way into, out of, around, over, through anything. Logic is not an issue. But managing those feelings and the narratives that create those feelings or that underlie them or that force them to happen, that's where the power is. And that's where your endurance is so important. Because if you can dig deep into the power of sitting in a difficult situation and seeing it for what it is, and what it is doing to you, what is doing around you, and stay in that long enough to be discerning, to make an intentional action, the impact of that on you and on your ultimate goals is gonna be so much better. If you can find a way to endure, if you can find a way to stand in that power, to find whatever that is that grounds you, to say, this is absolutely painful, I don't know how I'm gonna make it through this, but I'm gonna keep pushing. And again, I use that pushing cautiously, not pushing to the point of injury, pushing to the point of danger, not that kind of pushing. But if you can allow yourself that strength to plant, right, to stay in the game, to stay invested, to keep moving through that last 20 minutes of that workout, to do that last 10 reps, to swim that last 50 yards, that endurance, right, enables you to get somewhat grounded and be a little bit more clear and logical about what you want to do, what actions you want to take.
if you can move through the difficulty of the situation, you can be more mindful and more intentional about where you're using your resources, time, energy, money. And you can move through emotion into action, into intentional, empowered action, right? Endurance is something that we build up. Endurance is something that we build up. You know, it is um, something that I am working on again is getting back into my consistently back into my routine, right? With COVID and all kinds of stuff, right? Getting, getting the workout in. And I have a rower at home and I love to row. It is one of the most difficult, one of the most difficult, right? Cardio exercises, but I love it because it's a full body workout. You don't have to do it for four hours, right? Um, it's a lot. And it takes a long time to be able to row for extended periods of time. It takes a long time to get there. And in order to get there, you have to endure the pain and discomfort of rowing because it is absolutely full body. You're using your legs, you're using your back, you're using your arms, you're using your abs, right? You're using your shoulder, you're using your entire body to pull and move that machine, right? Your hiney's going numb, right? Your hands are getting tired because you're gripping the handles. But if you endure the positive impact on your cardiovascular health, on your body movement, right? On the strength of your muscles is unquestionable. It's unquestionable, right? Getting your heart rate up, making sure that you can, can move quickly and move easily doing your warm down or your cool down afterwards, right? Getting some mobility in because that kind of rowing can also lock up your quads, right? Lock up your hips. But enduring that pain enables you to get to your goal. So one of the things that I am working to get back to is increasing the rowing. One, getting consistent. So I'm doing it every day like I was doing because again, I love it. And it's a habit that has to be developed to just get up, roll out of bed, just get on the road. Don't even think about it. Don't think about it. Don't question it. Don't ask it. Like it's, it's that automatic routine up rower, up rower, up rower. Right. And the challenge when we get out of habit is that we know the pain of starting over is real. I'm not going to be able to row 5,000 meters when I haven't been on my rower in three months. I'm not gonna be able to row that 10,000 meters. I'm not gonna be able to row that 20 minutes out of the gate when I have been sitting on my hiney for three months or maybe doing a row once a week or so. It's not gonna happen, right? Not without some serious pain and potential injury. Endurance requires that we practice. Endurance requires that we start and that every time we do something, we do just a little bit more. That we push through the wall of discomfort to keep going. If you are running an organization and you're at that tipping point where you're getting to the next level, you gotta push through that discomfort of hiring more people, of getting processes in place, of going back and looking and seeing what didn't work, what did work. How do I move some things? Having difficult conversations with people who may not be the same folks who can get with you to the next level.
But if you are focused on building, creating, supporting, impacting, right, the goals you have set for yourself, you will find a way to endure the discomfort and the pain. You will build those muscles that say, this is really painful and I hate it. And I see the power of getting there. I see what's on the other side. And so I'm gonna give myself the gift of just pushing through this pain. I'm gonna do an extra two minutes today, not 20 minutes, but I'm gonna do just an extra two minutes. I'm just gonna keep going. I am going to make that call today to that person that I know needs my help. I'm gonna make that call today to my banker. I'm gonna look at my financials today. I'm gonna have a meeting with my team today because the corporation has decided to do something and my team is a necessary part of that and they are already overworked, but I'm gonna have that meeting today so that we can all get on the same page and we will be able to endure together this period of time that may be more painful than we're ready to admit. But by deciding to push through any barrier as they come up, you build your endurance, right? You're building that amber. There's a reason they say, you know, the strongest steel is forged in the hottest fire and iron sharpens iron, right? You want to butt up against those barriers that are difficult. And sometimes you gotta go around them or over them, but sometimes you gotta push through them. And that pushing through that barrier is what builds your endurance. It builds your resistance. It builds your strength. It builds your courage. And it gives you data and information to learn how to maintain that level of endurance and go the next step. Build even more. Because the more you try to do, the more places you try to go, the more things you want to accomplish, the more endurance you're gonna to need to have. Leadership has a serious endurance component related to it. You can't be an exceptional leader if you don't have some level of endurance. Because leadership is hard. Leadership is not for sissies. Because leadership is about people, right? It's about behavior, not about position. Leadership requires that you endure some crazy stuff. Meetings where you get sidelined. Times where folks take your idea and take credit for it. Meetings where you are actually called out, called upon, put down publicly, and where bad behavior is supported in your presence. Endurance is seeing that stuff, recognizing it, and continuing to move through it to the extent that it continues to serve the ultimate goals that you have in place. And when it doesn't, having enough focus to endure the time it takes to create an effective plan of action. Again, if you're unsafe, you need to move. But if you're not unsafe, you need to endure that planning process. Stand strong, get quiet, get focused, understand that people will show you who they are, believe them the first time, and just know that. Know who you're dealing with, and then move and act accordingly. You don't have to tell everybody what you're doing, why you're doing it, where you're doing it. Everybody doesn't need to know all of that. 
right? That is not necessary for your success. And it's not necessary for your ability to endure whatever you're going through. But what is necessary is for you to have a level of strength and confidence. And if you don't have both of those, just have a desire to achieve something that enables you to endure, right? That enables you to endure, right? It is about knowing the difference between pushing yourself through something, right? And pushing against something that doesn't serve you. Sometimes we push against all kinds of doors, right? There was, there's a saying that's like, that um, Fawn Weaver uses. She is the founder and CEO of Uncle Nearest Whiskey. She's, she's incredible. I'm still not giving up on having her on one of my shows. She's incredible. Just graduated from Alabama because it was a commitment she made to herself years ago. And she talks about her box me in prayer, right? And in that box me in prayer is to, if it's meant for me, open the door so wide that no one can close it. And if it's not, close it so tight that I can't open it. And if it's so wide, keep enduring, keep pushing, keep moving. If it's meant for you, it is going to happen. And in that endurance, be mindful, be open, and be aware. Endurance is not about just blindly pushing. That's not endurance. Endurance is being really clear about what you're trying to achieve and being so clear and so confident in it that you are willing to get information that says you need to do something different. I'm going to say that again. Deep confidence in your goal actually makes space for information that says you need to change up. You need to redirect, right? Because if you've got the end goal in mind, the how will take care of itself. You can go all different directions to still get to that end point. And that endurance to get there, if you're truly focused on that goal, if you're truly focused on enduring to get to the end, that endurance is also what supports you in shifting and making a little drift to the side and taking a break and stopping, letting some other things pass you by and then getting back in the race. Endurance is about keeping going, but it's not necessarily about never stopping. See what I mean? The difference? It's keeping going, but not necessarily never stopping. Because sometimes we got to pause because there is power in that pause. Go back and listen to my podcast called Power in the Pause, right? There was a power series. Practice the pause. Endurance requires pausing. These endurance runners take breaks, right? These triathletes who are, and these Ironmen who are competing in all this stuff, in order for them to have the kind of endurance that they have, they take a break. They let their muscles rest up. They let the fibers reconnect and build back up, right? When you break something down, you gotta give it time to build back up. Endurance doesn't mean never stopping. Endurance means stopping intentionally and with a plan. That's endurance. And when we are trying to accomplish something, when we are trying to move to something, Yes, it's important to be resilient, to be able to bounce back from the setbacks. It is important to be disciplined. It is important to be consistent. 
And all of that supports your ability to endure the ups and downs. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.